You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of There Is More with myself and my amazing husband, Mr. Sean Bracken. We are now in our second episode of 2022, and we're, we're in a little series. We started diving in last week talking about alignment and just the importance of alignment, what, you know, the role that alignment plays in you really having your most successful year, your most successful life, and how everything really depends on us being in alignment with our goals, our dreams, being in alignment in our relationships, in alignment in our marriage. And this, this is something that Sean and I both are passionate about because we believe and that it's the key. It's the key to success. It's the key to really winning at life. It's the key to momentum. Um, when you're not in alignment, you get slowed down. And we talked about a lot of things in last week's episode and specifically on alignment. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But in this episode today, we really want to talk about the grace that you have for your race, for your lane. And Sarah, who is our amazing um, uh, director, podcast runner does everything for us manager over here uh she spoke actually at church uh two weeks ago now and incredible message encourage you to go back you could listen to it on our podcast the church's podcast at soul harvest and she was talking about this you know whole um topic of that we have grace for our race each of us are running a race and you know what happens when we start trying to run somebody else's race and how we don't have grace for that you know there's god hasn't given us grace for every single thing. He doesn't say you can do, you know, everything that you want to do. He gives us grace specifically for certain things. And a lot of times I think what happens and and we've talked about this is that we feel like we look at people who are really talented and we feel like we don't have gifts because we see talents that people have, whether it's singing or, you know, acting or entrepreneurship or whatever. And we look at those and we think, well, you know, this, this gift of kindness that I have, or this, um, you know, thing where I really like things to be neat or whatever, that that's not as important as these talents that have been esteemed. And so we feel like we don't have anything to offer. Like we're less than, and, and what happens is, is we can start trying to pursue other races, right? Other, other lanes that we're not supposed to be in because we think it's more important or we think that we lack in the lane that we're in. But the truth is God's put you in a lane. He's given you everything you need in that lane. There are gifts and talents and things inside of you that are specifically for you. And even things that maybe you haven't fully uncovered yet or discovered that are gifts in you. Maybe you've put off as like, oh, well, that's just, that's normal. That's just a part of me. Well, you know, a lot of things that we think are normal to us aren't normal for everybody. And so we're going to dive in, talk about your gifts, how to discover your gifts, how to stay in your lane, because when you get out of your lane, you get out of alignment and go back and listen to last week's episodes. We talked about what happens when you're out of alignment. It's expensive and it costs you. And so, you know, how do we find those gifts in us? How do we stay in our lane? How do we really value the things that we have in us and not get into the comparison trap and the feeling less than trap? So we're going to dive into all of that in today's episode. So here's the truth. Each of us have gifts. Each of us have 
talents. And it's up to us to steward those gifts, to steward those talents. You know, the Bible talks a lot about this extensively. You know, there's a parable where God gives out these talents and, um, you know, one, he gave five, one, he gave three, one, he gave one. And the one he gave one to ended up burying it, whether it was out of fear or just feeling like insecure, whatever, uh, it doesn't go into great detail in that, but he buries his talent. He doesn't do anything with it. And in that parable, the master comes and basically rebukes the, the one that he gave the one talent to because he didn't do anything with it. And, you know, at the end of my life, I don't want to get to the end of this race that I'm running and find out that I didn't steward every gift that I was given. Um, whether it's because I felt like it wasn't as good as somebody else's gift or I failed to misunderstand it. I got too busy, too distracted, whatever the case may be that gets us out of alignment with, um, you know, our purpose. But each of us have been given gifts, talents, these things that are, are gold inside of us. And you're, you may not be gifted to do a podcast. You may not be gifted to stand up on a stage and speak, or maybe for you, you have a fear of public speaking. I don't know what that is for you, but I can tell you that the gifts that you have in you are no less important than gifts that Sean and I have, or Sarah has, who's an incredible vocalist. You should go, and, and she's a comedian, go follow her TikTok because she's hilarious. But, you know, each of us have these these natural things that come to us, um, and we're responsible to steward them and, you know, to, to put those into practice and allow the gold in our, in our lives to shine. Yeah, and I, I think the number one thing is fear. Fear is what holds us back from living our truest self, from living our talents, from living our gifts. It's the fear of what people will think. It goes back, like you said, the story of the talents, the parable of the talents in the Bible, right? The one that had the one was afraid to do anything with the talent. So what did he do? He buried it. He kept it a secret because he was afraid. He hid it in the ground in darkness. He didn't want anybody to see it. He didn't want to bring it to light. He didn't want to invest time. He didn't want to invest it, the gift, the talent that he received. So what happened? He literally, when the master came back and seen that he didn't do anything with the talent, he literally had to give his talent to the one who had five talents that turned that into 10. So he actually, by being in fear, by not wanting to show it to people, by not wanting to bring it to light, by not wanting to invest time into it, by not wanting to invest it, by not wanting to expose it to the world, he lost it. And it was given to the one who had five. Because why? Because he was a good steward. So you look at people, right? who have a lot of gifts and a lot of talents. And we, as human beings, look at them and they're like, oh my God, they're just so lucky. Oh my God, how? like they're gifted at everything. Maybe they took yours. 
because they were good stewards of what God had given them in the beginning. They actually used the gift that was inside of them. So God actually entrusted them with more gifts. That's how gifts are, I think, created and layered by doing your gift in an excellent way and doing the most with it, what's inside of you. And you get to a certain level and now you experience another gift. Why? Because you are a good steward with, with the little. You are a good steward with the gift inside of you. So you literally got the person's gift that didn't do anything with it. I believe God is a distributor in heaven looking for vessels that are going to actually use the gifts that he's given. And if you're not using it, he's going to give the gift to someone else because he needs that gift to be manifested on this earth. And if you're not manifesting it, you're going to lose it. And now you're going to be stuck with nothing. And you're going to go away sad and in envy and jealousy. That's what, the, that's what he did. He walked away stripped of nothing because he was afraid to do something with the talent he had. So do not be that person. Even if your talent seems small, even if you have one talent and you might not think it is, you know, this great talent that you can't share with the world because it's so insignificant. You better do something with it because you're going to lose it and you're not going to get any more talents if you can't steward the little ones. Maybe your brain can only contain something small right now because that's where you are. And God will never give you more than you can handle. And he knows you can only handle this one talent because if you have multiple talents, you would destroy your life. See, it's, it's character building. When you have one talent, you have one insignificant thing in your brain. You think it's insignificant, but if it's a gift and talent that was put inside of you, it is significant. It's not insignificant. It's not. Like, yeah. But you're afraid because you look small. You're afraid because you don't know how the people are going to react and you might lose it and you might look like a fool. You're afraid to expose it to this world and give us your talent. We need your talent. Because if we do, if we don't get your talent, somebody else is going to bring your talent to the world. Hope you all get in this wake up call because this is good stuff. Somebody else will get your talent and bring it to the world. And you'll be like, that was my talent. And you know what? It was insignificant to you. But that person that stewarded right, it became grandiose. It became freaking amazing. It became a big significant thing we needed in this world. Right and you're there. like, and you're like, wait, it was so small, but it was so small. How come I see this guy doing what I saw? How come I see this person doing what I was supposed to be doing? And they're doing it in a way now they're getting more. And now it, it's significant. And I thought it was insignificant. See, we got to break fear off of our lives. It's, it's false evidence appearing real. It's a lie. Every gift and talent we have inside of us is for a purpose and a reason, and we need it. 
You think fishes in the sea are like, oh my God, I was created like little Nemo. I wasn't created like a shark. <laughs> and swimming around and just going to hide themselves forever. No, that little fish has just as much purpose under the sea as the shark. It brings something that the shark can't bring. Well, it can get into places that a shark can't get into. Correct. It can influence other fish that sharks can't. When a shark show up, what happens? People, the fish scatter because they're afraid. So they can't communicate with fishes. They eat them. <laughs> and just because you aren't a shark, just because you aren't on top tier TV or you're not a billionaire or you have a you don't have a big business and you have this little idea business. Mm, that's good. You better talk about that. That's good. You're just a little fish. Oh my God, I'm just a little fish and this guy's way up here. Yeah, he is. But he's a whole different animal than you. But we need your animal. We need your type. If not, God will give it to somebody else to bring it to the world. And, and I believe who we are as creation, who we are in this world, our core being, I believe at, at, at the core is we are distribution centers, right? And everybody's distribution center is different. Some people's centers are small, smaller. Some people's distribution centers are bigger because they can handle more and they've expanded themselves so big that they can distribute more. You look at a Costco distribution center. It's massive. It distributes to all the Costco's, right? Just because you're not a Costco doesn't mean your little one-off shop mom and pop grocery store isn't significant because some people still like that. Some people don't want to go to a Costco. But if you think your mom and pop is so insignificant, what's going to happen? It's going to be given to Costco and they'll take it over and say, thank you for your customers. Come again. Because you gave up your little talent because you thought it was insignificant, but it was significant to people because some people like the relationships. Some people like the personal relationships in a mom and pop grocery store instead of going to a Costco. And you know what? When I go to a Costco, you buy in bulk. I don't always have to go buy in bulk. Sometimes I just need one thing. So your little mom and pop store actually meets a need for me when I don't need bulk items. So by you dissolving because you think you're small, now you just gave up on something that you thought was insignificant, but it was bringing value to this world. And because you didn't steward it right, now the Costco bought you out and now you are left alone wondering, what do I do? And you go away hopeless and lost because you gave up on what you thought was insignificant.
And I think what happens is, that's exactly what you're saying. What happens is we don't see the significance in our gift. And if you're breathing, if you're living, if you're on this planet, God put you here for a purpose. And he put things and gifts inside of you that are unique to you. And your ability to show up and, and show off in your gift and your specific talent, that's where your that's your lane. That's where your grace is. And you'll know it because you feel alive. You don't feel like it's forced. You don't feel exhausted. Like when you're in the money, like in that pocket, in that vein where like you were created to live in that space that you were created to live in, when you're operating in the giftings that God's put in you and, and you're letting them really be at you know full display, uh, maximum potential, when you're really in that, you're going to feel alive. There's going to feel an, you're going to feel an ease. You're going to feel a grace. You're not going to feel drained and exhausted. Like you're having to force something when I'm, and I love Sarah talk about this in her message. You know, when you're outside of your grace, you're going to feel exhausted. You know, when you're trying to run a marathon, you're not an Olympic athlete, you're going to be exhausted. And you know, there are gifts, you know, if I was to go into a house and they wanted their closets reorganized, um, I would be manic because organization isn't my gift. I, I do it because I have to, because I like things to be in place, but that's not like, I don't naturally want to organize things. And we don't think because what happens is we've, we've had all of these talents. There's TV shows for singing, right? There's, you know, find the the next comedian. There's all these, these talents, specific ones that are put on display, right? You've got shark tank with your business ideas. Like you said, there's all these big things that look big. And then we think we're insignificant. And, um, what, what we miss is it's like your gift to organize. There's people, there's literally people in LA who have businesses and they go in and organize celebrities houses and their kitchens and make millions of dollars a year organizing houses because they have a gift of organization and they're actually making more than the starving artist who has a gift to sing and is singing on the seats, you know, the, the streets of San Francisco, homeless and poor, but has an amazing gift to sing. And, you know, like we, 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 you know, we get into the comparison trap and we think, well, that's so much better because it's louder or because it looks prettier than our gift of encouragement. But look at how many authors are out there because they had a gift to encourage and they wrote a book and they released their gift of encouragement through a book. And, you know, look at the things that those people have done. Hey, Bracken fam, if you listened all the way to this point, then we want to say thank you and let you know that this episode ended up being so long. It really turned into a two-parter. So we are going to cut it off here for today and we're going to release the second part of this next week. So be sure to tune in, share it with all your friends, and we would be so honored if you would leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. We love you guys and we hope you have a great day.